Hello and welcome to AD. <laughs> Fuck. Blah, 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 blah. Welcome to episode 84 of Wings. Welcome Sauce. to the circus. Yeah. Pretty much with the, 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 number, the name you're about to say. Yeah. Um, Jacob Chelios. I don't actually know if his full name's Jacob, but uh, he goes by Jake Chelios. So unfortunately, he was not nearly as good as his dad. I was pretty close. <laughs> oh man i don't even know so in all seriousness do you think that the reason that the detroit red wings even had him on their team is because of chelios um like let's be real here pro- yeah I, i'd say so i mean uh is he even playing anymore i, I, I don't even Jake? know Jake. yeah there's no. no way no he's there's he's, no he's 30 now i i don't think so if so he's not in the a or anything he, he is 30 well, oh I know Elite Prospect says he's known for his fine skating ability. Or maybe just his last name. That's more like he's playing. Guess where he's playing? Um, Overseas. Yup. For the SDHL. No, come on. That's giving a little too much credit. True. Um, I don't know. Where do hockey players go to die? Where is he? The K. Dude, the K is not bad, though. Well, you ever heard of the Coonland Star Red Stars? No, me either. <laughs> is that is that who's on? Yeah, I've never heard oh. of them. There's like there's like three teams in that the one's in that China. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Is it really in China? That's hilarious. Yep. The Kunlun Red Stars. It's yeah, there's there's two teams in China. Yep. Russia's a massive fucking country, dude. Dude, it's huge. Seven? Oh my god! T- time zones or how many? Twelve? Uh, is it twelve? I don't know. Maybe but seven th- time zones. Regardless, there's only like three teams in the K that matter: Ska, SKA, Saint Petersburg, uh, Dynamo, and I think that's it. Locomotive. I don't oh know yeah, they're pretty is. good. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anywho. So yeah, there's um. Chelios, you suck. There's. <laughs> There's not a ton of stuff to catch up on. I mean, with- so there is. So there is some stuff to touch up on. Um, well, there uh, is again, some, but not a ton. So yeah, not a ton. A um, little Red Wings news. Um, I have no comment one way or the other. I must say that to begin with. Um, just This is just news. That's all I'm reporting here. Bert? Um, yes, Tyler Bertuzzi yeah. is the only unvaccinated player on the Red Wings. Um, by choosing not to get vaccinated. He will not be eligible to play in nine games in Canada, and by also doing so forfeiting. By, yeah, sorry. Yes, by doing so, he's going to forfeit about four hundred thousand dollars worth of his salary. Yeah. Um. That's it. So yeah, Anywho, that, that's that's the news. Um, that, that's the news. Um, another piece of news. Um, our trade from Anthony Mantha, Jacob Vrana, ten minutes into training oh camp, has God. injured his shoulder. I don't know how that happened. Um, I again, I don't know how you injure yourself ten minutes into the damn training camp, but here we are. So he's had a hell of the summer so far. Did did you hear he? So his he was having trouble with his visa. Yeah, coming from the check. Yeah, yeah, I I saw that, and then he got here, went to went to Traverse City, and then ten minutes in training camp hurt himself. Yeah, shoulder, right? Yeah, shoulder. I I don't know how serious it is. The fact that they even disclose what it was makes me feel like it's not as serious. Yeah, made made it sound like that it was going to be kind of uh, like a, like an upper like because like, most time they'll say upper body right like with yeah, Burt well, last year upper body they'll do that during the season because they don't want anybody kind of knowing well, the full thing. Um, yeah, that's how I feel like. I mean, he's like a player that like people are expecting to play this year, so that's why yeah. I'm assuming that it's nothing mm-hmm. too serious. Um, 
what else did I have to say? Jacob Verana. I think there's that. Uh, I saw Cider and Raymond warming up together, and that just made me so happy that that's our future. So Cider for sure. Uh, Raymond. I'm thinking AHL. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 not saying I'm saying no 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 I'm no, I'm, 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 future, I'm, no no but yeah no I'm 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 a hundred percent with you. That was just my hot take. I was he's just looked, it out there. He's looked pretty good, but I they've already said they're they're not going to rush these kids into the league. Which is I good. I would a hundred percent agree with you that he'd probably start the season in Grand Rapids, which selfishly I'd love that because he's you know right down the road for me. Um but yeah, I let's let's see how he does in in the AHL, which is significantly better than the league he was playing in uh, overseas. And well, maybe you know, I don't know how true of a statement that is. Significant with well, SDHL? No, 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 no. But so so the SDHL I've heard again. I don't play in any league because I suck at hockey. Um, is one of the most elite leagues other than the NHL. Like really? it's like it's like second tier, comparable to you- like like K like the KHL. I think better. Really? I, I, again, don't quote me on that. Actually, quote me on that. And someone tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I'm just saying because I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, yeah. So one thing, one again, another thing I saw, Smith may not be a guarantee um, on the roster as far as starting, which makes no sense because he it wouldn't, it doesn't make or, it. He, not, he, well, he, he'd have to clear waivers to go down to the AHL. Yeah, well. Not starting, but at least making the roster is what you mean, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Which is interesting, um, right? I, I almost so I here so again. Do you, do you have uh do you have who you think is gonna make the make as far as forwards? No, not league? not yet. No, I think I think when when Connor comes on for uh, hopefully the the next episode that we could do that I mean, together because I have not because we're eighteen days out or actually yeah eighteen days. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get our roster together. For sure. 18 days. I expect you to have it. Oh, yeah. And I'll, who'd, I'm, we need to pick out who we think is going to win the President's Trophy and then who we think is going to win the Stanley Cup. And then our, our uh, booty cheek tattoo team. Yep. Did we do that last year before the playoffs or did we do it again no, we, during we the We did it at the beginning of the season because Shut it was a shortened up. season. Swear to God. And I, and I picked the Jets and they almost, Jesus. <laughs> that was a close one. Yeah, it was. That was a close one. I thought we picked that in playoffs. Okay. Oh, no. That makes me no. that makes me feel like even like better about my pick that I should have picked them you, for a bet. Do you think we should wait till playoffs for the Astat team? I think I that's know. fair because it, it it makes it more fun because each well, yeah. one of our teams is going to be in the playoffs. So well, yeah, with uh, with Connor, he picked the 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 Yotes and he they weren't in. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We'll so we wait. should wait. Yeah. So sorry, folks. I know you. Everyone's really excited about the Astat team. You're gonna have to wait a few months. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait on that. We're, um, you know, we're gonna have prospects for for the Astat team. We'll give we'll give uh, mid season mid season rankings and proje- right. predictions. Yeah, mid season ass coverings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, one piece of news going off Detroit. Um, not really Red Wings. The Detroit Lions have lost in typical fashion in. Zero seconds in the fourth quarter by a 66-yard NHL record field goal of NFL course. Whatever, NFL. I don't watch football. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I don't. It tells how much I watch it. But yeah, of course the fucking Lions lost. That's just 
how it works out. And, and how they and, lost and, was and, so and, lions. Yes, yes. <laughs> and in what better fashion than that, right? You're you're you hit the you literally said it, Tyler, in fucking Lions fashion. Of course that had to happen, something like that. They they panned the camera to Dan Campbell and he literally just shrugged his shoulders like what what do I even do about that? I mean, to be fair though, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what do you do about that? It's just like fuck. Well, here's the thing. The play to get them in now, here's the thing. I'm I'm going to start off by saying this. The Lions are not supposed to be good this year. So if you have expectations, think the Lions are going to be good this year, don't. You're 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 hurting yourself by doing well, that. Can, can um, you say that's fair for any year? <laughs> what's, what's the last time you could say? You know what? It's, yeah, have no, a good season. no. But but I'm saying especially with with them finally moving Stafford out, finally no, no. moving a lot of pieces out. <laughs> they're, they're doing the rebuild. I'm just busting your balls. Hopefully the right way this time. But well, that's no, I said. That's hopefully. That's the extremely operative word there. <laughs> now, um, the play here, here's the people can argue that the line shouldn't have been in this position in the first place, whatever. Fine. Okay. But the play to get the Ravens into field goal range was complete garbage. There was zero time. It, this was, this was delay a game by at least two and a half seconds. They the the clock was at zero zero for two and a half seconds, and they made the play to get themselves in field goal range, and um, and that's what that's what made them hit the uh, sixty six yarder. But uh, having said that, zero three lines, whatever. Um, it's Dan Campbell's used to it. He's oh, on the zero sixteen, 16. team. Oh, and sixteen. Yeah, let's have another Wait. parade. We'll be the we were the first ones to do it. We'll definitely be, the, we're not the only ones right now because Cleveland did it too, but we could definitely be the first team in NFL history to do two times. I wonder if anyone's ever done a back-to-back. No, they haven't. Oh, and yeah. 16, we were the first ones to do it. And then, uh, and Cleveland then did it. Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, how so. do you lose that badly? I don't know. Anywho, um, speaking of winning, that's a weird transition. Or the opposite of losing, I guess would be a better way to say it. Uh, speaking of winners, um, do you have anything else before we kick it over? I was going to go ahead and introduce her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, we had Don, Dom Lutz. Talk to him a little bit about his dominated high school career. See what you did there. Ah, ah. Dominated. Um, you like that? Um, <laughs> just, just you know, high school career um, with Irvine, them at Livonia, Unfair. Stevenson. Yeah, just stupid. Not even fair. Um, and then just tore it up again in the Null. Um, had four years at Ferris. We kind of briefly touched on that. We're going to have to dig deep into it next time. But yeah, anything else before we kick it over? Nope. All right, let's kick it over. Well, you know what time it is. All right. Our next guest, he made it very unfair for people playing against him in high school, just like uh, Tyler Irvine. I mean, just it's it's we'll get to that in a second. Very unfair. Um, But uh, then he went on to the Null, the Null star uh, for the Topeka Roadrunners and then was scooped up by Ferris State and played uh, four four, uh, yeah, four seasons with the Bulldogs. So welcome to the Wingsauce podcast, Dom Lutz. How you doing, man? And where are you? Good. 
Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That's a very nice intro. Um, I'm at home here in Livonia after my uh, senior year at Ferris. When I started working, I came back home. That's kind of my stepping stone right now. I'm planning to hopefully move out here in the next few months, but we'll see. Okay. I gotcha. Now, um, what are you doing now? You don't have to name the company or anything. Just so what, what are you doing now for work? Um, I work in a corporate finance. My degree was in finance. Um, I work at an automotive company, basically like reporting their financials. I would say a good way to describe my job is Microsoft Excel. I basically spend the majority of my day on Excel crunching. crunching. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, um, math was always a subject I enjoyed as a nerdy that may sound, but (laughs) so for me, it kind of worked out good but yes basically reporting like their actual sales and operating income and then forecasting uh, like the remainder of the year as well right well you also crunch some numbers on the score sheet too i was just gonna say that tyler you son of a bitch <laughs> son of a bitch dude yeah i mean tore it up in high school holy shit 25 oh, games you. played 61 total points 27 games played 81 total points so yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that like two goals every night or two points every night like holy shit Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. I, I, you already mentioned it too. I playing with Tyler and then um, our centerman, Devin Kelly, he was a great player. And then on top of that too, uh, a lot of other depth on that team and our defensemen and whatnot. So it's pretty fortunate to play with a lot of good guys and obviously built some chemistry with Tyler and Devin. And yeah, we, uh, we had some success and put up some numbers. So yeah, it was a ton of fun. I loved high school hockey. You guys did win a state championship. Is that correct? Yeah, junior year. We were um, Division two, So, yeah, that year we played Harlan in the finals. Yeah, Tyler, like how they both just kind of just cruise over that. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah right. Because no, well, so. it was so easy for them. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> I mean, in, in the playoffs, he had 17 points in six games. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys were essentially like, you know when you create a player on NHL and just turn it all the way up to 99? <laughs> <laughs> that's what both of you guys were. It was just... Oh. Thank you. It must yeah, have been. Was, I couldn't imagine playing against you guys in high school. It must have been like you, you look at the you look at the rot or the schedule. And you're just like son of a bitch. They're like Lutz and Irvine. Shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was definitely a ton of fun. It would some games like uh, like Brighton would always be close, you know. So that one, and then we played some other games where I guess we were probably a little more overpowered compared to the opposing team. So those could you know, get, I guess a little ugly and turn into more of a point night. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, so with, uh, with, with, with like McDavid and dry obviously they tear it up on their own team, but there's still, there's still some teams that kind of have their number in high school. Were there any teams that you guys were playing? It's hard to imagine with you guys scoring, you know, you and, and, um, and Tyler almost scoring like, you know, three points a night. I think it like 2.7, something like that. Was there any team that you you guys still just couldn't get around. Um, I mean, CC was always uh, either a close game or low scoring. So I think our junior year, I think we beat them one nothing, and I think my freshman year we beat them as a low. Score. And then they, the other two years, they beat us. So that seemed to go back and forth. Um, Brighton was always a great rivalry for the most. Part. I think there's only one game that uh, we just kind of ran away with uh, throughout my career. Usually it was kind of a similar story back and forth. So those were good ones. Um, Cranbrook, we had a couple good games. Orchard Lake, I know my freshman year, they knocked us out of playoffs when we were still division one. And then 
I think the last time I played in my senior year, we ended up beating them a low scoring game. So there was definitely teams that it'd be a lot more uh, closer and back and forth with that. Like they, like, you know, Brighton was always pretty uh, good players and powerhouse too. Okay. So you graduated in 14, right? Yeah. Stevenson. Okay. So uh, what season did you say St. Mary's knocked you out? Was that 12 or that would have been 11? Yeah, 11, because that was my freshman year, so it was 2010-2011. I think they went on to the finals, and I'm pretty sure Nova ended up beating them in the finals, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, so so Connor and I, Con- Connor's our, our other um, our other co-host on here that he obviously is not with us today, but huh. he he was the captain of the team, oh. and uh, oh yeah, it, we, we both graduated 2011 um, and played at St. Mary's for, well... I guess for Connor, it was two years for me. It was probably about the same two or three. I can't remember if you're, if you're I, hockey becomes like a year round sport, you know, it's hard to, to pick the year. Okay. Yeah. So we probably played against each other then. Right. Mm-hmm. That was, cause I know, I think it was at your guys' home rink too. Um, oh yeah. We, and I, uh, we, we had a, we had a real tough bout with, uh, uh with, with Churchill. They took okay, us. To, yeah. It was like four overtimes. Yeah, I do three remember three overtimes think, uh, or something. I do remember that. Yeah, Churchill was uh, they're Livonia too. So we, um, I mean, it's a big rivalry. Like uh, I'd say, but we, I think I only lost to him once in yeah. my four years. So like Stevenson versus Churchill, like uh, all sports, just a huge rivalry. But uh, yeah, I know they had a couple good teams. I think I remember that game you're referring to. Yeah, we had um, that Cody Milan was a uh, yeah. was a, was a freshman that year. Okay. Yeah. Team. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely remember that. Cause I think we, yeah, we were the same, um, the same class. So I remember yeah. obviously like seeing freshman other team, I always thought like, Oh, cool. Someone else that's in the same kind of boat. Yeah. He, he's a, he was a tall slender kid with silky hands. I'm like this kid, yeah. this kid's w- how old he's what? <laughs> right. Oh yeah. He was a, I remember <clears> he didn't he even have his license guy. yet. <laughs> yeah. He was a huge yeah. prospect. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, yeah. I remember that. But, um, Very so, cool. So where did you play prior to Stevenson? Did you play AAA at all, or did you? Never. Tri- I played for the Livonia Knights, just the travel hockey from Squirt. I think back then, travel didn't really start to like the Squirt age. I think now they start when they're like five, right? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so I, I played for the Livonia Knights the, the entire time span from age mm-hmm. eight to like 14 before Stevenson. Were you racking up 100 points uh, this season <laughs> there too? Um. I think I did all right. Uh, I mean, Tyler <laughs> and I, we played on that same team too. So now was like, so like him, I played bass my whole life too. And our same, our Stevenson team, we were the 96th birth year Livonia Knights. And there was like, I think at least 10 of us that all played together that like that whole time span. So yeah, I think our travel team, we were a pretty close group and good chemistry. So yeah, I had some success there too. <laughs> The, the does the last name Sicalian ring a bell to you, like Andrew Sicalian? Yeah, yeah. Um, he played at Orchard Lake too, right? Yeah, yeah. He played. Yeah, he played there for a few years. Um, I was real close with his with his uh, older brother Dan. Okay, cool. And so I, I just wasn't sure. I mean, hockey community's real tight knit, and I know he's in '96 as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, we like the MDHL. I'm sure you're familiar with. Oh yeah. Two then, right? Yeah. Um. We were on a, at least a few MDHL teams together, Andrew and I. So I used to talk. I haven't talked to him in years now, but I still see him like on social media. And <laughs> oh, he's living the life. 
Right. Yeah. I see he's always <laughs> up to something cool. So he's in Miami yeah. all the time. He's like, yeah. I'm like, man, I want to live your life. He, I know. Right. I know he lives in Michigan, but he's always in Miami visiting his uh, oldest brother, Phil. Okay. But cool. I'm like, yeah, no, I remember Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> rough rough yeah. life, yeah. <laughs> he had a real. I remember that his him and his family was always very nice. Oh, super nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very well. Um, it seems like they know everybody. You right. know, like it, yeah. That's why I, I feel like that's always a safe hockey name to throw out there. Like, oh, you know, the <laughs> Cicalians, you know. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Tyler, right. off topic. Randy said that. So T Bone Cod actually knows Ken Daniels. I saw that like in an article. It's weird. I was like. He knows him. Yeah, like his like friends of like family oh, friends. Wow. Yeah, which is weird. That I was surprised. Like you guys never like cross paths at any point in time. But he's quite a bit younger than us. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I wasn't sure. Maybe like you said, family friends. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I I only played with Jamie. That uh, I played with Jamie uh, Ken's son for a couple seasons. Okay. With him with a couple seasons. So off topic, but, random, but yeah, hockey yeah. <laughs> small community. Oh, definitely. Everyone seems to know everyone. Right. So, All right. Go ahead, Tyler. What do you got? Oh, no, I, I was going to transition into uh, into the null. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask one more thing on high school hockey. Sure. What, what was your most mem- uh, memorable game or, you know, experience in, in high school hockey? I think I, I, earlier we mentioned kind of glanced over the state title of that run. Definitely is something I could still remember very uh, like d- different parts of different games along the way. like. Um, in the quarterfinals, we played Amber Pioneer, which we were told should be a blowout, which obviously you never want to think that or right. have that mindset going into a game. But just like looking at how scattered um, competition can be in high school hockey, you never know what you're going to get in that game. We ended up going to double overtime and it was a nail biter. We just couldn't seem to score. And so um, like that game sticks out to me. And then obviously the finals too, where, it was a pretty cool. I think the final was five to three. So, um, Damn. Oh, no, actually, empty netter. Actually, I was just, I think it was actually, it had to be five to four because, um, I think we only, we got were up by two going into the third period and they scored on a power play, like right to start the period. And so the rest on your of the heels. Was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Damn. we had like that comfortable two goal lead and to come out and give them one right away. Like that whole game was seemed nerve wracking. Like, I remember watching it, uh, after the fact just like feeling nervous like obviously knew the outcome but just seeing it and how close it really was and yeah like they pulled the goal and i remember i think we hit the post of the crossbar in the empty net so it was just like, like no way this is right. not going to go down like this <laughs> exactly and yeah i just remember that so that game for sure and just that whole run had to be like what i can still remember the most from high school once you saw three zeros and you were just like we did it yeah no it's we made it, was it. crazy like Obviously, winning, it's hard to describe the feeling. But I remember, like, obviously, throw your helmet and whatnot. But it wasn't too long after, like, I was found myself on the bench just sitting there because I was just so exhausted and relieved at the same time, too, that right. I finally <clears throat> take a breath and drink some water and uh, let the <laughs> nerves out. <laughs> did you uh, Did you get a ring or anything? Yeah. I actually, coincidence, was sitting right here. I don't know. If it'll, might be kind of hard to see. But oh, no. To... It's definitely not hard to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See the small, some, you see the small ring? <laughs> we had some fun uh, design in it for sure. That's cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah I don't have I, one of those. Yeah, we, we <laughs> felt we fell uh three goals short or f- four goals short 
from being able to win one of those. Yeah. So, so it was versus Novi, right? The when, when you're in the oh, finals. Yeah. They yeah, were loaded. I was, uh, yeah, I remember they were uh they were powerhouse. We I came to that game too. I remember watching they, it and they steamrolled everybody, man. Yeah. But yeah, I know um, that good for them. Of, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that 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 reminds me of my uh my cousin plays Indiana high school hockey and Culver and Carmel are two teams that just steamroll everybody. Oh wow. Oh yeah, cool. Culver Culver's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think you might we, know. Yeah, no, I think we played them. I can't remember if it was with MDHL. I think it was with MDHL. We played Culver at some point, if I'm remembering I think they beat us too. Yeah, they were they were always loaded, it seems like. Oh yeah. Yeah, there, there's Culver. There, there's that one school in in Buffalo. I forget it's Saint something. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's like Saint Ed's in um, in Cleveland, and uh, there's another place up in uh, up in maybe Rochester. I I don't know. Either way, but yeah, like they, I I remember, um, like we went and played Culver that year too. Not a good two games. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are like because they recruit and everything too, right? So Dude. they definitely have the advantage. <laughs> you know it's bad when your coach doesn't even have the breath in his lungs to scream at you anymore. Right. He's just he didn't even come in the locker room after the game. Basically, just said, "Figure it out." Wow. The whole bus ride was the most. It was the most awkward ride. Yeah, those I are the most like, awkward when no one's I've, talking. Right. Oh. Definitely had some of those. <laughs> you can't it's cut like, the tension with a knife. Like literally, yeah. it's like, oh man. Right. Am I allowed to enjoy some music or right? No? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, just relax. Or... <laughs> yeah. And anytime you think that like coach is going to stand up and turn around and say something, you're like, Oh God, here it comes. Here it comes. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Like what's just fearing the worst is going to happen. Yeah. Now. Um, so obviously you, you were killing it in, in high school. At what point were you starting to get looked at by junior programs? And, and when did you kind of know, that you wanted to play juniors. And I know that, um, so this is a loaded question. There's probably like a part a B and C <laughs> to this. So, um, uh, the last part is I know that for juniors, typically, um, you have the choice of going your junior year to go, to go play, or you can wait until after your senior year to go play. So walk us through the whole, the whole process for you. Yeah, I'll try to, to nail all, all the parts of it. I know. That's a, that's a, yeah. If I didn't ask at all, my ADHD would bounce off the walls and I'd be yeah. pissed that I didn't ask any of them. No, no, no. problem. <laughs> I think they all kind of flow together. So to be able to cover it all. Um, so I remember like my freshman year, I, I was playing uh, on Stevenson, like I mentioned. And um, that's when I first kind of saw at least like guys going to play juniors and really learning about it. Before that, I obviously had heard about juniors, but really knew nothing like such like different leagues or like what's the common leagues like what 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 should you aim for I really didn't know much about it but then some of the like seniors on that team were getting looks and wanted to play so seeing that I think kind of and just uh I guess developing too and getting a little older I was like okay this is something I definitely want to try to pursue so I remember like by the end of my freshman year I, I just knew in my head like I, I really wanted to try to play juniors in college and just play as long as I can so I think that's my kind of had my goals set and then um yeah my my junior year I, I talked to a, a couple teams nothing too serious um I think the after that the state championship game um there's a team like in the CCHL up in Canada that they had some interest uh the P and Raiders I might be saying it wrong um 
but never really got anywhere. I don't think I even went to their camp. I did go to my first junior camps that year. I went to the, um, gosh, Wichita Falls in the North American League. I actually went to Lincoln Stars before that. And then I was, I was invited to a few other camps too, but, um, obviously you don't want to drive around every weekend going somewhere. It becomes exhausting and expensive oh, yeah. too. So I had a friend, uh, Max Humitz, who plays in the Made in Michigan League. He was at Lincoln already. And so, is uh, he with the he Griffins? Was, yeah. Yeah. He's, okay. he's a goalie, yeah, yeah. right? He's a, no. he's a forward. He forward. was on Superior, um, Kurt's team and made in Michigan. He yeah, played yeah. at Lake State and, uh, yeah, he played in the Griffins this last season. Um, so he was already at Lincoln. He's a year older, but he also, he was playing like while he was still in high school. And so he was able to give me like an inside scoop of like forwards they were losing and whatnot. So went there. That was my very first junior experience and, uh, definitely a big learning experience, not showing up and not knowing what to expect. And I would definitely like going to that camp was not prepared. I would say like for that next level, I didn't feel very confident out there. I remember. And it was just I mean, a huge step, obviously guys that are older and everyone's the best from the teams that are coming. So that was kind of a, a wake up call, I guess. And a big learning experience. And then Wichita was the second camp I went to and, uh, Maybe just having that first, it went a lot better. I know that one, and I, um, I think one of our students and coaches knew one of the coaches there, so had a bit of a more of a connection there too. And so that one, I mm-hmm. went to the All Star game and um, didn't like make it out of the the trial there. But then like a couple weeks later, one of the players they wanted to bring to their thirty man camp, I think, had something come up, and so they ended up calling me and asked if I would have interest in being like kind of a thirteenth forward role and. Uh, um making that next step and it kind of came out of nowhere at that point i was already kind of dead set on coming back to stevenson and i don't i remember they, they called and asked me to think about it and then I, I i don't remember like anything progressing from there so obviously it never became like a official option but mm-hmm. that was kind of um almost the next step for me but and i remember like my junior year too i was kind of like convinced that i needed to play juniors that next year just thinking I needed to move on quicker. I didn't want to fall behind and become like uh, an older prospect still trying. So, and that's one thing that I learned I was wrong about. I was went back senior year and was thrilled and had a ton of fun. And when I got to juniors, I, I, um, I was, I had one more year left uh, uh, before I aged out. And even now, sometimes I'm like, maybe if I would have aged out, it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, but even coming into college a little older, I thought benefited me greatly. So Overall worked out good, but that's uh, kind of how the story came together. See, that's awesome though because there there are there are some some uh, hockey players like like myself and and a, a few other of my buddies that I know of. We really wish that we would have tried to play juniors, even if we weren't going to be playing that often. We wish that we would have played in the null and, and gone away for at least a year just to give it a right. shot. Because now sure. looking back on everything, it's like, man, I just would have loved to have that experience. And right. and you've had that experience, which is sweet. So, okay, yeah. but when, but when you got to, um, was it, did you get drafted into the null? Um, I ended up tendering with uh, Topeka. Right. So, right. Yeah. Basically signing your rights to the team, I guess is the, the way I put it. Um, and yeah, our senior year, Ty and I both, uh, had a few, I don't know if he mentioned this. I, I try to listen to his, I, I will say, but when I uh, went to listen to his interview, I, I couldn't get to work for whatever reason. Um, 
Yeah, so we ended up tendering Uh-oh. together. We we had a couple different uh, um, offers from different teams, but Topeka was having a lot of success, and their coach Scott Langer was or is very well known. So once we had the offer there, it was a kind of a no brainer, I guess, compared to the other teams we were talking to. So did Tyler going like both of you guys getting offers? Did that kind of help solidify? your choice of going to Topeka or did that have nothing to do with it at all? Yeah, no, it, it definitely, it, it basically got to the point where uh, like if a team came to our coach in the null saying they had interest in one of us, he he basically told him right away, like you're either taking them both or you're not even gonna have a chance. Cause um, like right at the start of the season, uh, Rio Grande, who's no longer, or they, they relocated. I think, I don't know if they're still a team or not. Technically, if they're just in a different, I can't city imagine. Now. I can't imagine it didn't work out in Rio Grande, right? Right, <laughs> right. So, like, right. Uh, it was like the first game of the year we played Brother Rice, and we both had a, a pretty good game, for, and we ended up winning. And right after the game, the a scout was there, and he offered us both, um, both tenders for their team, which was like, oh wow, this is sweet. Like, we'd have a a pretty decent chance of locking up a team. I mean, at least getting a good look, a good shot at a team, and. Not only that, though, but we're like good chance you're moving far away, but we'd at least have each other and, you know, familiar face, someone you grew up with. So, right. yeah, it basically mm-hmm. became the point where it was either both of us or we weren't even going to really consider it. So wh- one player that you played against in high school that you soon ended up on the same team, Tyler Hayes. Yeah. Um, so h- how was that, you know, playing against him in high school and then kind of being on the same team with them? Was it pretty cool or? Yeah, it was awesome. I think we. MDHL, I think we played um, a couple tournament uh, like tournaments together. Um, so I, I briefly knew him, not uh, not obviously not to the level I know him now. So when I got, um, I guess a little side story. I so I tendered in Topeka. The, um, I went, I didn't get drafted in the USHL, which I was very hurt about at the time because obviously that league gets. I mean, um, they uh, the best, like arguably, or I don't know, <laughs> the best junior league in. Uh, United States to get to college, I guess, is a pretty fair point to say just based on statistics alone. Yeah. Um, so, but I ended up, so I went to a couple of uh, main camps that year and I made Bloomington's like a uh, 30 man roster that ended up being like 40 man roster. So I went there for, I was only there like a, not even two weeks, just about two weeks. And then I was cut. And so that's when I drove down to Topeka to join what like their camp going on. And so getting there, not only seeing Tyler, who was already there, and Tyler Irvine, and then also seeing Tyler Hayes, another familiar face, was awesome. And then oh, we over the next two years, we became very close friends, and uh, we talk all the time. We were well, obviously one of my best friends on the teams and still keep in touch to this day. Uh, I'm a little bummed. He lives out in New York, so don't get to see him <laughs> nearly as often. But yeah, no, he's a great friend and definitely made the junior experience more enjoyable and an easier transition to fitting in Kansas. Yeah, absolutely. He, he also, uh, I have another story about him that we'll touch on a little bit later. <laughs> okay, looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, the... does it, is it have to be off air? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just related. You to... had, you had Dom sweating there for a second. Yeah. I know. Like, whoa, like, oh, whoa, shit. whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Like, what, what's, what's the blind side coming up later? He's, nah, I'll, I'll give you like, a hint. Can't hear you guys. Schluter sent it over. Schluter sent it over. So, oh damn, it can't, oh, okay. it can't, it can't, it can't be bad. Right. No, I was gonna yeah. say too. He was uh the one that got me like involved with or ever playing in the Made in Michigan League. So yeah, I have him that to thank for too because that 
has just been a, a ton of fun for me ever since that league first started. So yeah. Well, hey, here we'll we'll, t- we'll touch on it real quick. So apparently, starting out, Nick told you guys no. You and you and Irvine both no can't play. Don't have room for you or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and Hayes is actually like no 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 no. You definitely need him. You definitely need him in here. Um, and so that's kind of a uh, kind of how you guys got on there apparently because of Tyler Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just, yeah, just like that. Um, I don't know. There was like, obviously they sign up every year and I can't, for whatever reason, we weren't on time to sign up. Um, I don't know if we just had other things going on or what, but eventually we're like, Oh yeah, this would be cool. Obviously we want to play, but I think the, the teams were basically finalized at that point, my understanding. So yeah, Nick's like, no, I'm sorry, Tyler, like it, Tyler Hayes, it's too late. Um, <laughs> maybe next year. And yeah, Hayes was like, I get he got Nick. I said, like, Nick, you don't understand. Like you got to get these guys. You have to get both of them. Like, it'll, they'll be good for our team and they're good guys I played with and all that. So yeah, he was able to talk his way into a last minute roster change. He's like Gilmore. I called your name. Didn't I? So, 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 so Nick, Nick said, uh, that you are, um, he is the Crosby to my Batman is, is what Nick said about you. <laughs> oh yeah. He's, he's, he's told me that before. Yeah. No, it's, which is a, I mean, obviously a huge compliment. I don't know if I, if I fully uh, agree with being the Crosby, especially at this point. I'm more like the. Uh, no, I think you're better because Crosby didn't have that many points in high school. <laughs> uh, he might. I don't know. He was at Shattuck. He, I'm sure he's playing against a better competition. But, uh, but wasn't yeah, he no, playing like five years up? Yeah, that too. Like, was he really? I was, yeah, I, it was, was something crazy because he dude, went to the. the the Q right when he was like only I think sixteen he, or he was an ex- so. yeah he was an exception oh, yeah. wasn't he yeah oh so yeah he was even so yeah he had to be like like so young playing that Shattuck team dude he he looked like uh so the funniest thing and you you know uh Scarsala right yeah yeah so the funniest thing is you look at um Sidney Crosby's Shattuck photo it is. A hundred percent identical to Scar's his freshman year at San. Oh, Mary. I hold I up. Totally see that. It's the got, greatest thing. I, I got the picture. Hold on, let me pull it up. Are you gonna pull it up? Yeah. Let's not see. not yeah, of Scar's right. Of, no, of no, 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 Crosby. No, yeah, Crosby. It's so great. Ex- minus the the. I think he had. Uh, did he have frosted tips, Dustin? Oh, hold on. I think he may have. And he had the old. Uh, it looks like an old. Old, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> they were. <laughs> yeah. so great. Oh when my! You first mentioned, it, I was like, they. Now that you say it, they, they do kind of look alike. And oh yeah, even especially there when they're a little younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, we need to get that picture of uh, of him so we can put them side by side. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny, man. But um, <laughs> but so so talk to us a little bit about Topeka. You, you talked about how how you got there, but talk about the you. Yeah, two seasons there, right? Yeah, two seasons. So, yeah. so talk a little bit more about it. How did you guys have any playoff, like big playoff pushes? Um, did you guys have, is it the, um, what's the, what's the championship? The turn? Uh, Robertson cup. Robertson. Robbie cup. Yeah. Okay. Robertson cup. That's right. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we had, I made a lot of great experience. That's where I guess from starting from the beginning, that's where I had some struggles. Uh, like first with, like I mentioned, Bloomington getting, cut from there was tough and then I got to Topeka showing up to a team that had there was at least 15 forwards when I showed up and so I'm like holy cow like is this going to happen again so 
and then uh, so those first couple months were pretty nerve-wracking like every day don't know what's gonna happen especially when they had to get right. down to <clears throat> 23 guys i'm pretty sure the number is so that was stressful and i was in on the lineup which i never experienced uh, like being a healthy scratch or whatnot so yeah those first few months and then just living from home too in general was uh, a big change so it was a uh, not like the the most uh, smooth path, I guess, overall, but, which is good, though. It's a great learning experience, and if you don't have adversity, it's, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know. You're not, you're going to push yourself. You're going to face adversity. So, um, but then, obviously, things got better, too. So, we had a really good team that first year, a good amount of older guys, a lot of veteran players. Um, I think we ended up finishing second in our division, if I remember right. I, I know uh, we were fighting for first at one point we were in first for a while and i think uh towards the end we had a couple of games skid there so we um definitely all year thought we had a good chance to make a good playoff run and i know we won our first series and then um the the, the division finals um for the south the null south we played against lone star who had they had a really good team they had a lot of uh good players that went division one two and so we ended up losing um, in that round there, which, you know, hurt big time. I remember, um, but yeah, overall we had a good team and I think fell just shy of 40 wins that year. I know that was like our coach's big goal was to hit 40 wins. I think we had 38 or 39. So we were right there. And our second year, kind how of, many a, game, how many games, sorry, sorry to interrupt. How many games no, are you guys no playing during a season at that 60 time? Games. 60. Yeah. Okay. 60. Yeah. Damn, You're 39, yeah. 39 and 15. 39 15. Okay, cool. So I was close. Wait, 39 and 15. Yeah. Didn't, didn't matter what year I chose. It's still 39 and 15. Gotcha. That's still yeah. crazy, though. Out of, out of 60. Um, yeah, 21. And, almost. And, I, I was just going to say, and, and I mean, we've talked to, we've talked to guys who went from high school to junior. I mean, it's a grind because not only are you away from home, so you have to adjust to that lifestyle but you're also doubling your schedules sometimes right. oh, even yeah. more than that. So yeah. And the um, travels much more. You're not traveling across this, you know, an hour up the road. 15, to go play 15 hockey. minutes. Right. Down, yeah. yeah. Right. You're, you're traveling hours, you know, if not yeah. across States, you know, so it oh, makes yeah. it, makes it and a little bit more difficult in buses that are sometimes, you know, they, they, they use, they use some, uh, some popsicle sticks and bubble gum to, to keep it together. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> we've, we've had our fair share of breakdowns and, well, not over my years there. So yeah, it's like you said, it's, it's a totally different, at least that my experience was that way and a uh, big change in like the pace of play and whatnot. So it was that first year was a big developmental year for me. Um, just getting comfortable with the league. Uh, I spent most of the year like fourth line and whatnot. So yeah, it was a big difference than what high was, school. Was there a specific moment? I love asking this question from, from people who, you know, go from uh, any time that they move up in in um, in their hockey careers, go to a different league, a much higher level league. Was there a moment where you realized, holy shit, this is like this is junior hockey here? Did you did you get like rocked by somebody? Did you see a fight happen right in front of you? Did you get walked or anything like that? Was there was there one specific moment that you can remember that made you think? shit, this is definitely junior hockey. Yeah, I think it was. It didn't take long. I think it was our <laughs> first preseason game at home. And uh, I remember just being out there and it just, just feeling like I'm not contributing much. Like everything's flying around, kind of skating around. Like 
not too much <laughs> bad is happening, but uh, you know, at the same time, it's not like you're touching the puck much or really getting much going. But then the real moment I do remember is uh, one of our veteran guys, like which so this kind of probably kind of his fault too. Kind of cut up, uh, <laughs> head down right through the middle of the ice, and the other team's like big guy slash fighter just completely split him open and like uh, oh my crushed God. him, just rocked him, and um. So you didn't I, give the I, pass, I, did you? No, no, I was on the bench. <laughs> That's probably why I can remember it so vividly. I remember the hit, like, holy cow. Like, I thought you sued him. I was like, no. no that, I definitely would even remember it more than I guess I should say if I was the one that set him up. But, yeah, I think he was just carrying the puck out of our zone. And I don't know if he just didn't see the guy, but I remember him coming right through the middle of the ice with his head down. And, yeah, this other guy stepped up, big defenseman, and huge hit. And then – so I remember that part. But then I remember uh, our coach went to – he was a rookie on our team, but he, I think his like role was to be a fighter, at least partly a fighter. And remember he tapped him on the shoulder. was like, Hey, go up to that guy, tell him we're going and say, you don't have a choice. And I was like, Oh, wow. So that guy <laughs> hopped out there. I think there was a whistle because, uh, I don't know if it was for the injury or something else. If I, the guy wasn't hurt, I remember, um, just got luckily. his bell rung pretty bad. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, it was a huge hit too. So I clean, um, was it clean? Yeah, it was clean. Yeah. He just, the guys saw him coming up and, uh, stepped up at the right time so that's why i said i don't know if it's partly my teammates fault because he just wasn't really looking so mm. there's nothing dirty about it because the guy didn't get a penalty or anything because uh our fighter went out then right off the face off they went and so yeah seen a fight um right there in person i think like at the junior camps i had seen one or two but to see it go down like that like right off the face off with the crowd getting into it was uh yeah, that was definitely like, oh, wow, this is this is junior hockey. <laughs> yeah, that's when it sank in, huh? Yeah, a lot there for the yeah. high school. No fights. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, when, when's he going to, like, when's the coach going to do that to me? I didn't know that was part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> Dom, yeah. Dom's like, I'm not wearing a birdcage anymore. I'm, my face is exposed. This is my money right. maker. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, luckily, he never uh, he never oh. did, which I don't know. Dom <laughs> just turns out like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, he's like, Dom, Dom's like Dom's like I'm on the fourth line, and I, he I know he's he's gonna send me out. He's going to send me out one of these times. Right? Yeah, that's that's what I was Did, thinking. Like, yeah, I thought I was coming here to hopefully I wanted to you know score goals and whatnot. But yeah, sometimes did, did you, you have to. Did you think that because so like mainly, and I didn't mean that in a disrespectful way. Um, I I meant that because. Like if you're third or fourth liner, typically those are the guys that are getting out there and fighting. Those are the grinders, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah, definitely. Did he never tapped you on the shoulder though and said like get out there and and not like someone's I mean, face in? Yeah, I mean he'd say I would like be physical, <laughs> finish your yeah. checks and whatnot. Like I don't think I mean he's such a great coach. He he always is, and now he's he's gone on to have plenty of success. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it was ever his goal to to put someone in a situation that they wouldn't feel comfortable. And I know the the guy he did tap, uh, I wasn't at the camp, like the, the tryout camp, but I knew he, he'd fought quite a bit there. And so I think he was, he was that guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like he was, he was obviously a very good hockey player, but, uh, and he wanted you know, he wanted to get the college too, but at the same time he knew part of his role. So I think that's yeah. kind of something that they already knew and that's why it happened. But for me, like I had only arrived, a few days or weeks before. And so I didn't really know the team or the guys much at all. So I to see that happen. I was like, Holy cows. <laughs> oh my God. I can't imagine. Now. Um, I, I wanted to ask uh, another question kind of, cause you mentioned it was tough 
leaving. It was tough leaving home for the first time. Yeah. Now I also know that you're, uh, I, I was, uh, thank you for accepting my, uh, my follow request and, and following me back because I was able <laughs> to see, I was able to see some, some photos where, so I, I didn't know that you were a musician. You, you play guitar uh-huh. and everything. Did you bring that on the road? Was that kind of, uh, your vice to kind of like connect the dots from, from being away to being at home? Yeah, honestly, that that's basically nailed on the head. Um, so my dad has played his entire life. So I've always been around the music, but um, I was like growing up as a kid, I never was able to stick with it to really get anywhere. So I actually, my, that's what basically how it happened. My second year of juniors, I mean, yeah, I'd have so much free time there and it like almost a bad amount of free time where it's like you go almost a little crazy. Like, I don't know what to do right. and whatnot. So I was like, great idea like this my going into my second year like i'm gonna bring like did we just bought a cheap guitar you know like a hundred bucks like bring it down and this is the time i had the time to finally uh sit down and learn and spend time on this every single day and so and that's what i did and it ended up being a great uh like for me mentally i always think it's such a big thing especially like learning to play and play like i'm so focused on trying to learn and where to put my fingers and mm-hmm. learning chords that you can't really think about hockey or anything else stressing you out. So for me, it's, it's been a huge thing ever since then. It's, it's definitely therapeutic, right? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. So like we're, we're all, uh, I'd say that all of us on here at, on some level are musically inclined. I know Dustin, Dustin messes with, with, uh, DJing stuff and, nice. um, he's, he's very, very, uh, talented with that. And then I've, tried to teach myself keyboard not really good at that yet i've been playing uh guitar self-taught since i was 11 oh and um and then i know connor has dabbled with it too again connor's not not on today but um i i feel that i don't know why i feel the need to keep bringing that up obviously you kind of know that but (laughs) i think i think think everyone can see too (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no he's just being real quiet today Um, and invisible and invisible But so, so what type of, uh, what style of music do you to play? Um, I'm a big classic. <laughs> no, I'm not good enough for that. No, uh, <laughs> big, uh, classic rock fan, like, uh, Beatles and Led Zeppelin are probably oh, yeah. my two favorite bands. Um, a little like, bit of, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say to tack on to Led Zeppelin. Do you like Greta Van Fleet? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen. Oh my God. Twice. So, so good, dude. So hold up. Is that the band? Apparently, like uh, I was at my buddy's house before here and they were talking about that band. And w- what is that necessarily? Is that like some kind of like they're from Zepp- Frankenmuth? Yeah. No. Uh, so <clears throat> the funny thing is they're not really even Led Zeppelin inspired. Um, the singer is is just I, I don't know if, if that's just his style. Well, I maybe, have no idea. Maybe they weren't talking about that band, but if they were, and it sounds like Led Zeppelin, apparently. No, it does. That, okay. Yeah, I mean, it sounds identical, but that's he thinks they're a bunch of posers, apparently. That's a, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And he's like a super like big classic rock fish guy. He's like, yeah, they're a bunch of posers. I'm like, I, I don't know enough. You know what, though? But any other, like, I don't, I wouldn't consider Imagine Dragons rock. You know what I mean? Like Greta Van Fleet is rock. Right. Yeah. They're like, in my Greta opinion, like, Van kind Fleet. Of, yeah. Kind of like the first like classic rock sound from like sense and like, know, like from the our time. right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and yeah i like, know they've, they've had some like criticism saying they copied led zeppelin but i've also heard like i think i've read articles where robert plant says like oh. it's okay and like it just sounds like he's borrowing the voice from someone i know or something like that so. <laughs> but you know <laughs> what like the, the, 
there are a lot of people that kind of sound similar. Uh, and you hear that a lot with country music artists too. Oh, and, yeah. and they put their own little flair on things to, um, to, uh, yeah, yeah. That's them right there, Dustin. So, so the guy the so there it's three brothers and then there's a drummer. So the guys on the left-hand side there, those three are brothers. Then the mm-hmm. right-hand side there, he's just a, a, a family friend. The lead singer is the dude in the middle. He's like five foot two or something, but he's got pipes. Yeah. And everyone, he's, he, he almost sounds like, he, he almost sounds like he has a, like an accent. Like they're not from here. Right. But they're from Frankenmuth, which is pretty crazy. All right, I'll check them out. Yeah. I'll check them out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was but, the coolest um, part too that they're they're from around here. Yeah. They they don't they don't rock Led like Led Zeppelin does. I'll say that. But the singer does, I mean, very, very similar for sure. Yeah. But what what else? I, I interrupted you. I, that was rude of me. So what, oh, what else no, what else no do you problem. like? Yeah, Tyler, shut um, up. <laughs> I do like uh, a little bit country too i've played i know my dad uh still exposed him to country but you know he's a so obviously or popular wise i guess you could say um so we usually like when him and i play together and that's um like on my in- instagram uh during like all the, the shutdowns last year um and his book like before, when hockey ended but i didn't start working yet we were like live streaming every day just the something for us to do and we have a family and friends listening they're saying it was just something to look forward to so like playing with him, we were basically playing strictly like classic rock. Um, but yeah, so I, I when I was first learning, I remember learning uh, more like country songs too. So a lot of them, you know, there's only a few chords, so it's kind of a good place to start learning. Like um, I remember play, like learning Eric Church and some Kenny Chesney. So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we've actually uh, so we're, we're you know, we're a Swiss army knife on this podcast. We've had a bunch of different, uh, we've had photographers on here. We've had hockey players. We've even had a country music artist on too. Oh, um, awesome. So broadcasting eight, people, broadcasting people too, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Sweet. so That's awesome. one, one person that, uh, that wasn't like a brag for us. That, that was just me letting you know that because no, it's I'm a brag <laughs> <laughs> kind of, <laughs> but, um, so, uh, if you have time, check out Andy Velo. Okay. He's he's an up and coming country artist. Uh he's he lives in Nashville. He's uh he's okay, my sweet. my brother's buddy. He um he's very talented. I think he's I don't know if uh he's sponsored by one of the one of the famous whiskey companies and I I don't know if I'm authorized to say. Uh, and it's, it's a good thing. Cause I don't, I'm not even confident which, which one it is. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking it up while you, while you're talking. Cause I, I remember, I remember him talking about it, but I can't remember now. Yeah. So, I, so now you got me all like wanting to check it out. Cause I, can't well, I know that there were multiple, like he had, so he, he's, he's pretty big. Like he, he's opened up for, for some guys you've definitely heard of before. Wow. I'll, um, I'll definitely give him a listen. And he'd be yeah, he's. Yep, he's from he's from Swanee, Georgia. He's got that uh he he likes to play like a 90s country style like an Alan oh, Jackson. Cool. His he listened uh to like Garth Brooks uh growing up. Like so, that was okay. his favorite. So yeah. the so the there's two whiskey companies. I knew it. Dom, can you take a guess? Just out of curiosity. You don't you don't have to get them right. I'm just curious if you could guess. Yeah, that way it's not us that gets in trouble. Right. My just guess, a guess. would be um Jack Daniels, which I mean, they're huge, but that's part of the reason why. And then I know I'm trying to think of the, uh, I know there's a couple that are like more up on the up and coming side. So I'm just drawing a blank on the name. Um, maybe no, what? Let's go. With... No, they're big oh, names. Yeah, okay. They're big okay. names. 
I'll go with Jack Daniels. What about Screwball? I don't know if that. Oh, dude, I would love to be sponsored by Screwball. That nut butter whiskey. Yeah. Oh God, that's so good. Did you say peanut butter? Oh, Dustin, it's so. If you're not allergic to peanut butter, you Uh, need to have it. That sounds interesting. So, the brand ambassador for Jim Bean and Maker's Mark. Yeah, Maker's. Yep. And apparently, he's also partnered with Monster Energy. To do some of their PBR and NASCAR races. Wow. Ooh. Damn. Sounds like he's definitely uh, making a splash. <laughs> I don't remember him saying any of that. <laughs> I don't Maybe know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what he can and cannot say when he comes on like public forums. Well, we're gonna have to get him back on because now I'm kind of curious about all that shit. Because I don't remember saying <laughs> any of that. But anywho, yeah. so one question I had for you, Dom. Back just transition back. I want to go back. Uh, <laughs> Reel it back in. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the null, right? You're talking about the null, yep. your first year, you know, you're kind of get your feet wet, kind of figuring everything out. However, your second year, you became the captain. So talk a little bit about that, like, you know, that transition from kind of getting your feet wet to, to being a leader on the team. Yeah, yeah, I know that's a great way to put it. That first year was a uh, big, uh, you know, getting up to speed and just getting used, trying to, like, get up uh, to the junior hockey level. And so I remember – by the end of the year of that year, I already felt like I'd come a long way and was feeling just more confident and started uh, producing a bit more towards the end. So I, I remember like left on good terms to go home for the summer. Like coach, like yeah, you've you know been coming along good. Hopefully, like looking to you know, obviously build on that and have a, a big year as you come back as a vet. Um, and so I actually I actually did have a slow start the next year too. And our coach, I, I was former started to form a good relationship with was uh pretty sick he had um pneumonia just pretty severe case or um yeah and it hit or just affect him so the first couple of weeks of that year he wasn't around and we had like an intramural head coach and just, just some different changes obviously with a different uh, coach leading the charge so i ended up uh starting the year kind of similar like uh in not a lineup for the first couple of weeks which was at this point i'm freaking out like holy cow on my back to where I started. I've been here a year and had was finally felt like I was heading the right direction when I the last season ended. But um I don't know if it was just, you know, long summer, obviously training a lot, but still not playing games, which a lot of people say just when you aren't playing that games, it takes a little bit to get into it. At least for me, it seems like that would be the case. And so uh a few weeks or games into the year then I started uh putting it together. And I think I ended up after like that slow start, um, went on like a 10 game point streak. So that was just like confidence wise was huge for me to start the year. Um, and then, yeah, just, uh, I was a captain at Stevenson, I guess it's something I always kind of took pride in being a leader. And so just kind of took those same principles and thoughts I had from high school and kept to develop those and apply those as, uh, I became more experienced on that Topeka team. And, eventually we didn't, it was pretty late like i shouldn't say late but it was i think 15 to 20 games in the year when we voted on the the captains and that's when i be, i first became an assistant captain at that point um i just remember the coaches saying like yeah you had a lot of like this was the team's pick you had a lot of guys vote for you and they respect you so like i said just try to be myself and stick to the same views i kind of was developing in high school and then um towards the end of the year our captain um, he was, it was his overage year and he, com- uh, committed to Dartmouth and, um, the thing, there was, uh, something weird, like a- academically, if you turn 21 during your age out, your juniors, you have to start taking, um, full-time college classes. 
And so he was doing that, but Dartmouth doesn't, uh, I don't think they take transfer students or like allow you to transfer credits. in. so basically he, by him committing to Dartmouth, he basically had to stop his junior career the day he turned 21 and like stop taking his classes. Otherwise he would have, um, messed with like his NCAA eligibility. So once he, uh, that was, uh, I think like March ish, once he had to stop playing is when I became, uh, or I think a little before that we were co-captains and then, yeah, once he was done, I was the captain. Damn. Sliding right in there, right in the yeah. end. He says, right, don't, yeah. he says, he says, don't mind me. Here I come. Moving right, in yeah. silence. <laughs> right. I think it was, yeah, I think it was like the last 15 to 20 games and then playoffs. So I like mean, a third. <clears throat> you mentioned a slow start, but I mean, you ended, you ended up with almost a point, a point a game still. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's like, yeah. So I think I went three games, the first three games without a point, but also was in another lineup too. If so, it was probably like two weeks to a month without having a point roughly out or so but yeah then they do a blaine showcase every year where you play four games in four days up in minnesota and it's a huge like scouting event and so i was scratched the first game there which really hurt i was like man what are these scouts gonna think of me i'm a vet that can't crack the lineup now and then um i think the second the game i did play was uh just came out like I'm just going to try to be physical, just work my hardest every shift and started to get it going. I think that next game I finally got on the score sheet and then kind of just kept it going from there. So, yeah, I guess overall, you know, it worked out and was able to produce. But, yeah, it was those first couple of weeks were definitely tough and had me thinking like, man, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. Now, yeah. what uh, – so, obviously, we, we, we talked about – that you had four full years at, at Ferris. Uh, what was the, what was the pathway like to Ferris? I mean, were there other, were there other schools involved? What got you to Ferris and, and kind of walk us through, walk us through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even things started going good, like we were just talking about it. So I was putting up some points. So obviously the next, I was like, okay, like where are the schools? I'd love to talk some schools, but, um, still didn't really hear too much. Uh, I don't think I talked to my first school until like it might, it was probably like February. So it's already like the back half of the season. So at least for me, I was like, okay, I have another year to play if needed. Uh, but at the same time, I'd love to get to college if I can. Um, so then we had the, um, the null showcase uh, where they uh, take like the, uh, basically like teams send who they think are their top prospects and they go to, it was here in USA arena and it's another big scouting event. So I went there and um, we played the USA U17 team. This, the first game went good, but um, didn't score anything like that. But the USA game, uh, I had a pretty good game. I think I had two goals. And I think the whole team, we were just, uh, we were really clicking, even for a group of guys that just really met each other for the first time. So after that, um, it was when I first talked to Ferris. Um, really, I did like a Ferris camp when I was like a junior in high school and so I kind of you know at least um, met some of the coaches then and like tried to email them but never really got anywhere but so I was when I, when I talked to coach I was like the first thing he brought up was do you remember like seeing me you know a couple like in high school during those years so that was kind of cool and then I talked to a few other schools then too but um really it uh it came down to was um uh, 
I did an official visit at Ferris a few weeks after that um, Null showcase. And then I also went to Michigan State as well. Um, and for me, Ferris just kind of felt like uh, a good fit. And uh, they seemed to have the interest. Or I guess I felt like they had more more interest. Um, and they also were just coming off a great run, like going to the WCHA. I think they won uh, their conference and they ended up going to the uh, the NCAA tournament. So. For me, it just kind of felt like the right fit. And with uh, Michigan State, I was a bit worried. Just the Anastas ended up, I think, getting let go or leaving. And there was already like speculation at that time. And so that was kind of a fear, too, was uh, what would happen there. And every time there's a coaching change, you never know what could happen, too. So that was a kind of a big red flag. So that's basically what it came down to. And like uh, very late last minute, my co- or my high school coach called me, too, and mentioned like Air Force could be a possibility. but He's like, you'd have to like basically because it was so late and they have like the big um, like enrollment process, I believe, of like uh, different things, like information you have to give and whatnot. So it was it was kind of like already I was basically down to these two schools when he mentioned it. So um, didn't really get too deep into that option. Would you have wanted yeah. to be in an Air Force cadet? Um, I don't know. I, I think I, they were, hockey programs are so good now and obviously a lot of honor going there but it's at that time i i was probably more thinking like i would love to play pro hockey too if i can which air force i'm i'm pretty sure you're also signing up to to serve a a, so, uh, a certain amount of years too yeah so colin mentioned um because yeah. we had him on so if say, say he did get an nhl contract essentially the the army would release you okay um just What's because it? they they don't want someone making you know uh, right. an NHL contract being a sergeant in the military or, you know, being, right, a, right. being a captain that doesn't really. <laughs> right. And I think that might even be a, a newer rule. I know. I remember him mentioning that to me too. Um, and it, it could have been a long, a, around longer, but mm-hmm. I almost, I'm almost like during my time of at least a recruiting phase, I don't think that was at least from what I remember, that wasn't an option, but I'm not positive. It might not have been for the air force. The air force may say, no, you're flying planes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I know Colin uh, mentioned it to me too, which is cool. Obviously he's been tearing it up. So I don't know what uh, his preferred route would be, but hopefully uh, it'll work out from whatever. He chooses. Yep. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, he, he was awesome to have on. Um, yeah. He's a great guy too. So I wanted to mention, you know, you've been playing with nonstop great players throughout your entire career, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another one you, you, you saw affairs was Cooper Zek. Yeah. So, you know, he was there for what? one season yeah just one year um what was it like playing with him did did you know he was a decent player then or how, how'd that work um so i i first met or played against cooper um i think it was my senior year at stevenson he was playing for the south line team at that time and uh i think he was on my mdhl team too so i he was really nice but he was young and he was uh <laughs> of course. like yeah, he's <laughs> everyone in the hockey world usually seems to be pretty nice. Uh, I wouldn't say it if they weren't, though. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, um, mo- most hockey play- players are super humble. Right. Yeah, no, he is. And he definitely was. He, I never heard him like pumping his own tires at any point. Um, but yeah, so that's when I first met him. And he was young. Cause I think he's young for his grade, too. So he was very young then. And um, the next time I saw him, he was on Odessa when I was in Topeka. Oh. Um, at least 
one year. I mean, I think it was two years later because I think he ended up going to Victory Honda his junior year and then to Odessa, if I'm remembering right. And yep. he had grown a bunch and developed a ton at that point and kind of got to Odessa. And uh, he was still one of the youngest guys in the league. I remember he had to wear a cage because he was under 18. So, um, <laughs> but he was already starting. He, I know I remember playing against him and him having some points against us. So he was definitely uh, starting to emerge as a, a star then. And then the following year, um, I can't, I don't know. I might get the years. He ended up eventually going to Wenatchee at some point. And that's when he, I remember he really lit it up there. I think he had over a hundred points or something. It was like the defenseman of the year or the, the player of the year in the BCHL. So that's, uh, I think at that point he was already, he might've already been committed to Ferris. Um, so just see, obviously he kind of just, every time I saw him, it was like he was developing at a very rapid pace. Um, uh, he was uh, it just kept getting better and better. And then he came to Ferris and was uh, definitely could see uh, how he was putting up so many numbers um, in Wenatchee and the other teams because he uh, was very skilled from the day he got there and kind of just continued on that same uh, trajectory of rap. Just he just seemed to get better and better and and he led that he was a freshman, a young freshman too, and led our entire team in points that year. So obviously can't blame him for signing and going He's now to, yeah to start his <laughs> pro career yeah i'm gonna pack my bags and go to the bruins i'll see you later right yeah, yeah. right not Donald. a bad problem to have no <laughs> yeah i don't think anyone would argue against that no so i mean the main point is you played with non-stop great hockey players you yourself are a great hockey player um oh, thank you no i mean your stats show it the the, the teams you've played on um yeah, you're allowed to pump your own tires. Yeah, you, you can do it. Uh, <laughs> the, the main thing is the Made Michigan Hockey Program that you guys are a part of, all, all, everyone I just named is a part of. Um, yeah. Great program, a lot of great players. Um, yeah, that's just. Yeah, no, it's, it's been I, great. I, w- I was going to add on to that. I mean, the like Ferris, what a hockey program that is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, it, it's, Classified as a D1 AA or a D2 school, right? But with phenomenal D1 hockey. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, the hockey's Division One, and then the rest of the school is Division Two. yeah. It's, it, it's it, I mean, it, that's the main sport there, right? Like, no one really goes to the football games or anything like that. Not to dog any, any of the guys that played football or anything like that. It's just, um, I mean... Ferris was always in the conversation with, you know, Michigan colleges are really good with, with hockey anyway, but, um, and I went to Western. So I, I always got to see a little bit of, uh, the, you know, every time the bulldogs came in, right. it was a pack pack barn. So, yeah. Yeah. I know. I would usually start the year off playing against Western home and home and sh- playing there uh, is Lawson, right? That's Lawson yeah, Arena. That, uh, the Lawson Lunatics. I may yeah. have said, I may have yelled some obscenities at you and I, I, I don't mean it. He did it's mean just... it. <laughs> no, it's okay. I know it's, it's very intimidating playing there with the, the student section. So it's crazy. that's a, definitely a great college hockey atmosphere to, to be a part of and to witness probably uh, on either side of the um, boards. Oh yeah. Easily. I mean, so Kind of tacking onto that, what was the what was the best barn and the worst barn you played in? Oh, let's see. The best. Well, I got. I was lucky enough to play uh, in the GLI 
my senior year. Oh, and so that nice. was, I'll, I'll also touch on college ones too, but at least the playing at um, Little Caesars Arena, I remember staying on the, the blue line for, we were playing Michigan and um, that was like the first time in a long time. I remember like feeling pretty nervous and like uh, <laughs> just felt so electric. Like I felt like the, the place was shaking. It was crazy. So that definitely stands out to me. Um, wait, wait, wait. Did you, does it, does it feel as big as it seems like when you're on the ice, does it seem big or does it actually just seem like a normal ice rink? I do think it did seem like if sitting on the bench, if I remember taking a second, just kind of look around and it's like, all right, this seems, it does seem pretty huge. But then like you get on the ice and it, it's kind of the same, you know, you're at the same level as if yep. it's another rink too. So I guess it's easy to kind of get lost and look around, but yeah. then when you get out there, it's, you got to play within right. the glass. Exactly. <laughs> I've like, always right, wondered, just, right? Oh yeah, I know for sure. Like it's like going on to like, you know, the big house football field compared to playing at your high school. Oh yeah. You know, you do walk around like, holy shit. Like this is like, especially seeing all like where the banners up when you guys are playing, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it was, that was a, I wish we had a better outcome. We lost both games, but uh, so that uh, tarnishes the memory a little bit, but also just trying to, from the bigger pictures, thinking about it, having the opportunity was, pretty cool especially senior year to cap it off did you get to check out the locker rooms we actually i didn't we didn't see the wings locker room i don't think yeah i don't think i've ever seen i remember i've seen joe lewis's but i'm i'm almost positive i've never seen uh the new one i still want to do a i still want to do an lca tour that would be sweet i think so i i yeah I did a Joe tour uh, after the O2 cup when they, they, that was the year they had just renovated the locker rooms. Okay. And, um, cause I don't know if you guys saw the 97, 98 video. <laughs> locker room was a dump. It uh, had like, it had like metal lockers. Like they, they had like the metal mesh on the side. It was like, these guys are professionals. What the hell is this? Yeah. But <laughs> I, I remember seeing the O2 locker room and my goodness, it was, it was unbelievable um, just to look up and see the, just the names that were on, like Brett Hall, Eisenman, right. Lich, just seeing those, you're almost like, you have to like pinch yourself. Like, wow, I'm, am I really in? in I was over there trying to grab a glove out of the locker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got tackled by a security guard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. So speaking of nice locker rooms, talk about shitty locker rooms. What's, what's the worst barn you played in? Oh God. Um, what's okay. So I guess for college, the best ones I'll, I'll mention those like Minnesota state was a great, good atmosphere. And they also like our facilities there were very nice. And like the hotel we stayed at was, um, connected to the rink. So it was just convenient, which they're very good in their own rink though. So that was a, always a tough one. Um, yeah. Is that Mariucci arena or, or, um, did you say, uh, did you say Minnesota or Minnesota State? Minnesota State. I think oh, Mary sorry. A, but we did play in Minnesota as well. And that's that, Golden I was Gophers, mention them yeah. Too. Yeah. They their rink, their atmosphere is amazing, but the the locker room we stayed in was pretty tight. So that wasn't the, the most um <laughs> that's by design. <laughs> um, right. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's this and um I'm pretty sure at Ferris we gave teams pretty uh, crappy setup too. So it, it, it can't be worse a, than the Danbury trashers or whatever talking about how they're turning <laughs> off the hot water and right. put, putting like paper oh, paper towels like paper yeah. thin towels in there yeah so um yeah michigan tech um great atmosphere but another one where i didn't wasn't the biggest fan of uh 
the kind of setup we got there, it was very tight and didn't seem like our gear would dry out good. So yeah, like you're saying, it's a pretty common theme <laughs> where almost by design you'd think so. Anything to do to get the upper hand at home ice. Right. Um trying to think of any other that those are probably so yeah, I think most of the rinks we played in were pretty good size and would um have a good crowd and you know from the game like the ice sheet perspective the bleachers everything like that was nice but a lot of the the, the facilities that we'd stay in weren't the most uh adequate i guess is the way to put it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got you now um so w- was there any stadium that was kind of like underwhelming like kind of disappointing when you when you when you went in there yeah um and I don't even, we we went out and played Mercyhurst one year, and I don't I don't even think we played at their uh, it was their actual home rink. I, I think that maybe they had renovations or there was something going on, but it, it kind of it was more like a I guess like a triple A rink. I, I, if I, I actually might have gotten mixed up, I can't. But it, I just remember for whatever reason that one sticks out to me. It, it was like I guess compared to a lot of the rinks we'd go to, like it seems in the our conference at WCHA, everyone seemed to have a pretty yeah. um, fun atmosphere. Obviously, some games you um, like when we go up to Alaska, it was a it was a cool rink, but they weren't getting the the most amount of fans. And oh, I guess that um, our senior year, uh, Alaska Anchorage moved rinks, and it was more like a AAA rink that just had bleachers, kind of like uh, the KV Ice House, just in like oh. the so. <laughs> It was yeah. pretty like um, similar setup to that, so I guess any time when it's it's like that, it's not like uh, a, somewhat of a bowl. Like I know Ferris, we don't even have a full bowl, but like a three quarter bowl or something like that. It it seems just yeah. more like a triple A rink rather than um, like a college hockey. For sure. Oh yeah, yeah. But no. Uh, last last question that I have for you. So now now you're you're done with your senior year. Um, you you're you're now working are you still going to continue to play in the maiden michigan league like like for for fun or what's uh what's next for that yeah i I mean this last year this season um nick had asked last year if i still wanted to do it and seemed like they uh were inviting me back i guess is the way of putting it so for me i was like it's 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 still fun for me and i if i can keep up and i don't feel like a, a burden out there I figure, um, I like this last year, like I'll play for this year at least. And then after this season, it kind of seemed like the assumption was I was going to play again. And so I kind of feel the same way. Um, it's fun for now. I, I'm definitely obviously on the older side and I'm one of, I don't know. I'm one of the few only guys that like aren't actively still playing. So yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I think I, Kurt, I was know, like, Kurt's not technically. Yeah. Right, but I he I think he was playing on it. Um, I think he was signed with yep. a team ready to go, but I think he's done now because of concussion issues. Yep. Um. So yeah, I figure. Um. At least I guess one year at a time. We'll see. Well, well <laughs> you guys can coach now. Yeah. Right. Pick a team and just coach them. Right. Yeah. And so, regardless, Dom, you're still contributing to the younger kids, right? Absolutely. Right. You know, like, yeah, in all seriousness, like the high school boys and stuff, like that's huge. Yeah, especially like the route you've taken with, you know, juniors and in, in college, like a lot of those boys, they look up to people like that, that, that have actually d- done that route that they they're trying to aspire to do. Right. No, yeah, that's, that makes it fun too. So for me, it, 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 it's been good still. And, uh, 
seems like I'll do it at least one more year. And then I always kind of say, I'll take it one, one day at a time and just see, yeah, see how it goes. So, Hey, I, 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 I know we like seeing you out there with the, uh, the old, um, wing sauce Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah. Look, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at that mug. Dom, you're, you're, you're allowed to be happy, man. <laughs> you can smile a little bit. <laughs> I think I took a, I can't remember if we take a couple like smiling, not smiling, but I Hold don't on. know. I, there's a good one on here of you and Nick. Where's that one at? Oh, it's not going to pull it up. I, is it on the home? Because they know. just won this past year. I thought oh, so. Yeah. I am smiling in that picture. Yeah. I don't know how to work this thing. I'm out. I'm not I'm very out. I'm not very I'm not very good. You think I would be in the, the tech guy, but uh, hey, I'm, you know what? We haven't had any practice though to give you credit. True. This Have, is the first no, run of sharing sharing photos while we're doing it. Share, oh, sharing nice. the screen. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen that before either. It's a that's a good touch to add. Yeah. Oh yeah. You should feel lucky. We're we're, we're we're always trying, you know. Yeah. We, we gotta right. up our game. But uh, I, I, I want to thank you very much for coming on, Dustin. I don't know if you have anything else for, for Dom, but uh, not right now. Cause I could just talk for hours more. Oh, um, same. I think it's the same, same thing. We're going to have to have you back on touch base with you. Um, kind of, kind of delve deeper into fair state. I think we kind of just glanced over that. I kind of want to hear a little bit more about some college hockey, some games you played. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's easy to keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Keep the time fly. So oh, it's yeah. always something to talk about. Absolutely, yeah, man. But yeah, well, thank we, you so much. Yeah, we appreciate oh, you. Yeah, thank you coming on. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Looking forward to catching up. Yep, absolutely, man. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. All right, cool. See you guys. You done goofed. Thank you, Dom, for coming on, uh, especially joining us via Zoom. It's always a pleasure kind of seeing the guests. A little different. Since we started doing it with Ken Daniels, it's been nice having to see some faces. Oh yeah, he's a little bit more personal. Um, oh, for sure, because you you can kind of you know you can gauge their reaction. Like if you ask them a question, they start smiling and kind of roll their eyes. It's like, all right, here we go. This is going to be a good one, right? Exactly. Or you can just tell when they're like, really, that's what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> see, those luckily, are the times luckily, that I wish my video wasn't on. Right, you're like trying to hit the 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 un, the, the stop button yeah. on the video. Where's rewind? Exactly. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for coming on. I did want to touch on something I forgot to say this morning, or this morning earlier, I guess. Um, went golfing this morning. Oh yeah, dude. Okay, first off, apparently every golf course hates golf now. The app. Really? Yeah. So I walk in there. I'm like, hey, I got a 7:50 tee time, and he's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just playing nine holes. He's like, oh, golf now. I hate the most they cease to exist and just throws my my cart key at me. And then he just quits talking. And I'm just like, oh, Oh, okay. You don't have to spend your money at their court. That pisses. No, what makes me mad? Very irrationally mad at that. No, no. What makes me mad, though? So, A, I'm I'm playing your course, which employs you. B, you're welcome. You're mad because I booked a tea time on a service that your golf course offers. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have heard of your course. You exactly. Shit. Exactly. Oh, so God. Mm. Yeah. So I, yeah. It, it was just something else. Lose and, it. <laughs> and the funny thing is, though. So I play the course right, and most of the time, when there's two people, they try to parry up somebody. Right. So the the other two some that was there, and he's like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." And I'm like, "Good. I'm on the same page you are, dude." Um. 
So played the whole played the course. The problem was there's three courses, um, two eight so an eighteen and a nine, but they're like intertwined with each other. And there's the fucking there's no they don't tell you how to go around the course. The map you look at so shitty when you're on the tee box. It doesn't tell you what the hole looks like. It just shows yardage. And so you're just like what you're like, it, it, <sighs> and it only shows what hole, what tee you're on. So needless to say, I'm not going to mention the golf course because I don't want to give them any type of shine. Terrible golf course. Um, don't go to one in Ottawa Lake. Just saying that. I'll just throw that out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just the greens were gorgeous though. That's the funny part. And well, oh, yeah. oh, one other thing on hole number two, trying to play to par five, right? They're fucking mowing the lawn. And won't 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 get won't get off the fucking fairway. Just mowing the lawn. I'm like, dude, I am not that good enough to know where my ball is gonna go. And so if you're anywhere near the fucking course, I'm gonna I'm fucking hit you. The gonna ball. hit you. Like, yeah. yeah, almost guaranteed because that's just how the ball is gonna go. It's gonna seek you out and hit you in the head. But it's like, and they're just looking at me like, come on. It's like, no, dude, get, like go mow somewhere else or hear me out. Maybe don't be mowing the lawn while people are golfing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was thinking about this, like, wh- shouldn't they mow it during the week instead of like on the weekend? I feel, or they need them or they just don't like, again, don't have tea time. Say, Hey, you know what? On, on these days we start a little bit later. You block off mow. an hour. Yeah. Or exactly. like two hours. Yeah. Because like they're pulling the flag. And so like, you're trying to golf and they're pulling the flag to mow the green. It's like, where it's am like, I hitting? <laughs> exactly. And then like, they put it back in there. Like, well, come on in. And it's like, dude, no, first off there's fucking grass clippings all over the green now. Cause you just cut it. It's just, yeah. Needless to say, that was my golfing experience this morning. So, Oh yeah. my goodness. Well, my, my brother had something similar. Uh, I'm not going to mention the course again. It's up in, it's up in Traverse city. That's pretty vague, but, um, but yeah, it's it's an old school course where the the owner uh, comes from comes from a lot of money and he doesn't allow any music and he's oh a real stickler about the pace of play. My brother calls me and he he tells me that uh, this guy was riding up on them, telling them that they need to move it or or they're going to get kicked off the course. And like seriously, I guess people forget you get about fifteen minutes a hole. I I mean, and, and the thing is, my brother, his his handicap, he's like a he's like an eight handicap, right? Well, even, so he's he, a good golfer. Even on top of that, though, what what cracks me up is when you haven't played a course before, and they're like, "Can you hurry up?" And it's like, "Well, if I knew your fucking course, I probably could play a little quicker." Yeah, but it's like I don't know this course, so I'm just gonna fly Man, through it. This yeah. guy's like a drill sergeant, though. It's like it's like you want people to come back to your course, right? Like you want people to have fun. I, no. I would I told my brother I was like I would never pay money at that at that place to play yeah. there. It's way too expensive for one. And I can't even I can't I, I'm gonna have some some uh drill sergeant behind me screaming at me, telling me I gotta move faster. Yeah, no thank you. Piss off. No, no I, I thank uh, you. Shit pisses me off. Um but yeah, we've rambled on yeah, long golf enough. Rant. Golf rant. Golf ran over at but, least uh, at least once a week until until uh, winter hockey starts comes up that yeah. too hockey or winter probably winter. whichever one <laughs> whichever one comes first whichever one comes where I can't play golf anymore yep. with um, you know with Michigan you never know it could be January by the time I'm done playing golf no one knows yeah exactly uh, anything else Tyler no uh, one thing I wanted to I I was telling Dustin. That uh, as soon as we have all three of us on the podcast again, I want to enlighten you, you and Connor, about a fascinating, 
real riveting. This this will have oh you on the edge of your seat. Tyler's got uh, a fucking kindergarten fact. He's gonna no, 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 no. If they teach these kids in kindergarten this stuff, then they're gonna need some some uh, some therapy. Oh my I, god! I have a fact young. about bees. Oh, I can't that wait. Will blow your that'll, socks off. That'll buzz you. <laughs> it will blow your hair back for sure. But buzz, um, buzz. all right, anything else? That's it. All right, let's get the puck out of here. See you next week. Hopefully, Connor's on. Um, exciting interview is coming up. So yes, sir. Alrighty, peace out. See you next week. <laughs>